0: So here's the question. How do independent adjusters like us, who can't hide behind corporate logos, processes and profit, who are spending our own money and reputation, how do we work in a way that lets us get work, assignments, deployments and more income without wasting time or money in this world of insurance while standing out in the crowd? That is the question, and this podcast will help guide you to the answers. My name is Chris Stanley, and this is the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Join myself and other independents on the path to non-corporate success in the insurance industry. We are IAs. Hello, and welcome to episode 43 of the Independent Adjuster Podcast, I'm very excited today to bring you an interview with the Senior Director of Operations at the Doan Group. Amanda Hughes is going to be on the podcast, and what I think you're going to be able to learn from this, obviously I've already done the interview, but you're going to hear what's important to an independent appraisal company. You don't have to guess, you can hear it straight from the mouth of Amanda, and Amanda, I've known uh, since I started my career. I started at the Doan Group, and if you're not familiar, the Doan Group is an auto and property appraisal company, and they're nationwide. So they are one of the bigger players in the industry. But I got my start there, and Amanda was there, and she kind of uh, was not in the position she's at now, and she's climbed through the ranks. And so I brought her onto the podcast to help bring perspective to you as an auto damage appraiser. I want to make sure that you're looking at this from the eyes of the people you're working for, from the eyes of the people you're serving, and I think that Amanda is going to bring uh, that valuable perspective to you. So let's dive in um, with Amanda Hughes. Amanda, thank you so much for joining me here on the Independent Adjuster Podcast. I'm sure all the adjusters and appraisers listening – Appreciate you taking time out of your day to be here.
1: Well, uh, thank you very much for inviting me here. This is it's pretty cool, exciting.
0: You know, I introduced you in the introduction, but as we move forward, I want people to pay attention. I don't want people to just tune out, turn the radio off, switch um, the podcast episode. Oh, it's an interview. I'm not sure if I want to listen to this. So, can you tell the listener why? If they're listening right now, why they should pay attention to Amanda from the Doan Group?
1: Well, I think a better question would be why shouldn't they listen and pay attention? No, I'm kidding. Um, Well, (laughs) um, I've been at the Doan Group almost 11 years now. Um, I'm the senior director of operations here. And basically my entire career has been in this industry. And here at Doan, I've worn many hats from a like uh, entry-level data entry to, you know, where I am now. Um, So in that time, I have a pretty good understanding of what it takes to help run a successful IA company.
0: Gotcha. So would you say your job title, I looked at it on LinkedIn, but that doesn't do justice. Are you the fireman right now? Is that, like, is that really what you do? You put out the fires? Or are you strategically planning out where – helping plan out where Doan's going?
1: Both. 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 Yeah, we definitely have those fires that come up. And being a member of, um, you know, upper management has, um, it's not the fun stuff, you know, the those fires to be put out, the issues that come up. Um, you know, I'd much rather plan ahead and see where Doan is going to go. But, you know, we do have those issues that come up that need to be handled.
0: Gotcha. So, you know, we worked together uh, when uh, I was helping run North and South Carolina before with the Dome Group. And, you mm-hmm. know, I got to see kind of, I think you were stair-stepping up at that time. Kind of, I think when we started, you you were more at the, the lower entry point and then you kind of rose to the ranks. So I know that you've seen not only the evolution of a lot of appraisers, but even the evolution of me <laughs> as an mm-hmm. appraiser. Yes. And yes. so this, the second question is kind of, to do with that is every appraiser takes photos. They all write notes. They go make appointments. They all create these industry standard estimates in my fancy air quotes that you can't see, you know? (laughs) And so in the years that you've been exposed to auto claims, what makes one appraiser different or more valuable than another one? What is it? We all do the same thing, but what's those things, those intangibles that you who've scaled the ladder and seen the different fires that come up from what we do, what is it that you can pinpoint or is there something you can pinpoint for that appraiser or adjuster listening to say, you know, this, this is what separates you from other people?
1: Yes, there is one thing that we talk about all the time, and that is communication. Um, You know, whether it be from um, when you receive the file, letting us know you receive it immediately and getting um, communicating with the vehicle owner, Um, you know, making that inspection right away, letting us know when that inspection is set, answering any questions, taking time with the vehicle owner um, before, during and after the inspection Um, and also documentation to the adjusters that aren't seeing the vehicle you know, making sure that you have notes in the file and um, answering the phone, responding to emails, communication. No no no, no, no,
0: no, Answering the phone. That's just going too far. You can't yeah, expect I guys to answer the phone. That is that's asking too much, Amanda, right? I just got to stop I'm, you and say okay. no. I, Nobody right. in this. Yeah. There's no cell signal in North Carolina. So you can't answer I, the phone. You know that that was always my excuse. Was, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got no signal. I have no signal. I'm sorry, but you're right. I mean, the communication piece is huge, and you went even further than what I was thinking with you know even communicating with the owner um, mm-hmm. on site. So yeah that is that is so huge and i'm horrible at communication believe it or not my wife would affirm that probably <laughs> hearing me record this and go yes he is horrible at communication but it's those small things that you build into your rituals yeah that it, it becomes second nature but like i told students before that hey when you receive a file go put receive file for the dispatcher it's a sigh of relief i remember if i saw somebody put that i'm like oh okay good they're working on it i know they've Mm -hmm. seen it i don't have to call them and say hey i just want to make sure you saw that file i know you're out there today you've already seen it we're kind of you know we're moving on to the next phase of that claim so that's that's awesome i love i love that you brought that up that is that is so valuable so um with communication being key um how do you as the doan group or maybe another uh, small company who has one or two guys working uh, together. How do you take that communication, let's say, because that seems to be a key that we all know is missing in the world in general. And how do you take that and, and turn it uh, into like that, that secret sauce or that secret weapon? How do you, how can you, how do you do that as a company? Do you have an answer for that?
1: <laughs> I can't tell you all of our secrets.
0: Oh, I know they're so vast and so many. Like,
1: <laughs> It's their secrets for a reason.
0: Okay, so <laughs> so as an appraiser, what could they do to make you happy? So practical. I like that first one. Put that you received the assignment. So do you have another yeah. one that an appraiser could go? Oh yeah, I could I could do that. It might be annoying at first, but I could do that.
1: Well, one thing we obviously appraisers, you're in the field. You know, you're doing your job. You're inspecting vehicles. You're writing estimates you don't want to be interrupted by a phone call asking you what's going on with the file. So if you take that initiative and let us know what's going on, we don't have to bug you. We don't have to send you four emails or, you know, send you texts. Just let us know. Our um, claims management system is super easy for appraisers to let us know what's going on with the file. Super easy. Even just replying to the email that we sent you. Just keep us, stay ahead of it. You know, be, um, proactive versus reactive.
0: I I agree with that. I've seen, you know, guys that I've been helping or I've seen in my own uh, boxes when you're working for three, four companies and you have like 15, 20 through each one. And it just feels like there's no way Mm -hmm. I can keep up with this. But the way that only way I found that I could survive was each morning. The first thing I do is go into every company's box and whether I've already put that status before like inspecting next Monday and that's the same, whether that's the case or not, actually re putting that in. That was the only way that I found I could keep up is if I let them know every day this is what's going on with the file. And I would it everyone and my phone could somewhat stay
1: quiet. Well, since you don't have cell service, that's great. Well, that's they they don't need to reach you that way. Tell the shops for
0: supplements. No cell service, you know, it's North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Just just email it over. Just email it. That's my voicemail. Just email it. Um, (laughs) It's it's, but yeah, it it, it, it's amazing though. I I remember handling dispatch in North Carolina, and Uh that 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 was huge. If we saw somebody statusing, I'm like. I'm sending him more. He's he, I know it's going exactly. on. It's a yeah. it's a relief to see that they're actually taking that initiative and it does it goes a long way and it's something that's actually so small. So love that. Um so kind of shifting gears here a little. I saw that you worked as a recruiter. That looked like it was one of your first jobs at
1: the yes. group and I know it mm-hmm. hasn't really
0: stopped. It never really stopped. You just might recruit different types of people, you know. But what is it that you look for? In a new appraiser, what? How do you know that if you have no interaction with that person ever before, whether they're a veteran, whether they're two years in, one year in, and they're like begging you for work? Mm -hmm. How does Amanda go? I should take a chance on this person because we know how bad it can go. We've all seen it. But what do you? How do you filter through that as a recruiter?
1: I mean, the first thing we're going to look for is experience. You know, do you have you ever worked in this industry? Because you know, okay. Coming from Circuit City, way back in the day, granted I'm not an estimator, but somebody took a chance on me coming into the Done group and they hired me basically straight out of Circuit City. So I had no experience in this, but that is sort of key. If you've worked in a body shop, if you've written estimates, if you know what's going on, if you've taken a class or done some ICAR training, you know that's that's gonna be huge. We definitely look for that. We also look for drive in an appraiser to deliver a good product to us. Um, and communication even begins when you call us on the phone or we call you. If you, if it takes you a while to get your paperwork back to us in the beginning, we know it's going to be bad already. You know, if, if you're hungry and ready to do some work, we're going to know that by how quickly the paperwork gets turned in, back into us and we can get you set up and ready to start taking assignments.
0: Perfect. I love it. That's a, that's a great tip for people who are applying, veteran or not, that, hey, You know, wherever you apply for, get that paperwork done fast. I know, a lot of times people are blown away if you like get a direct deposit form and you flip it within an hour. They're like, "Oh my gosh, you already got that done!" It's the little
1: things. It's the little things, and you know, we don't expect our appraisers to be rocket scientists, but knowing that an appraiser has the savviness for the technology within the industry, whether it be the different estimating systems knowing how to extract and upload EMS or, you know, even just simple things like being able to use Microsoft Word. It's huge. Or organize
0: it's... a window.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. let's start the basic. Let's just go back. Get the photos
1: further. off of your camera. Yes,
0: you like do you know of... how to do that before you get an assignment? <laughs> we don't want to have to walk you through that. I, I completely yeah. agree, and I've seen it over and over and over before at Doan and other places and, and catastrophes where somebody's like, I, it, my first time with the camera, I don't know how to get the photos off. I'm like, well, it's probably the same as your last one. Do you remember how to do that? You know, like, it's it's those things that make you go, ooh.
1: Yeah, if that, that can't, but If true. you
0: can't overcome those obstacles on your own without letting other people know you're struggling, because we all struggle, right? Yeah. It's not that you're expected to know everything. It's can you use deductive reasoning and logic to work through those problems to where you're not going to call Doan or Amanda every time you have a problem. I don't know how to print the PDF. Amanda, can you help me? Might want to start Googling at that point. Just, just Google, get it done. Let never let them know you had a
1: problem. <laughs> yeah. No. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it's. I mean, we understand. You know, there are some guys who have been in this game for a really long time, that you know the technology isn't. You know, it's always changing. That's true, not just in auto damage appraising, but in life. You know, it's my grandmother has a cell phone, and I pray to God she never gets one that has a texting ability, because <laughs> I would have to show her how to do that. Um, so you know there are some things that we definitely don't mind helping out with, but definitely the simple things we like to have that covered.
0: Yeah, yeah, so. and the the drive, like you said, to try to figure it out on your yeah. own. In and, and yeah. you know, hey, I just have one little issue. Do I don't just okay, yeah, thanks. You know, I do that all the time. Yeah, like, exactly. I just I forget how to do this one thing. So yeah, that's huge. Okay, that that's awesome. So I ho- hope every appraiser who who is listening actually heard that. <laughs> uh, it's the turning the paperwork in on time quickly and properly and be able to do the basic things on a computer that's that goes a long way it does um, and then so if you could tell and uh, how many appraisers does DON work with right now nationwide
1: um probably 200 300 somewhere around there two
0: to three hundred appraisers so if you mm-hmm.
1: can
0: flip that switch down to them do one task not a mindset because communication is big right that's a that's a mindset our mom should have given us, right? We should have mm-hmm. fixed that early on in childhood, that, but somehow we haven't. So what's one task that they could actually hear from Amanda and go, oh, I work for the Dome Group. This is going to make her happy. So what's that one task, if you could flip the switch, that would help you, every appraiser, if they could do this, it would dramatically help you and your job and the Dome Group succeed?
1: I just want to say communicate I can't like can't express to you enough how important it is to talk with us and do things quickly communicate quickly even
0: so if we try to break this down into a task because communicate is huge and I, I know what you're saying but if we want to break it down into actionable like like the one you said was a great example you know there's everything um, from statusing you received a file to you know, notating on your lines, why you put some questionable damage down, uh, you know, uh, to following up with a phone call. What? But what's one thing, just one, you can't, if we can't change everything about them overnight, but if we could change one task, could you well, take one?
1: You're making this really hard. That's the we... point of being
0: interviewed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> put on
0: the fire for <laughs> in front of everyone.
1: Oh man, I you know it's it's so big, it's so big. Like the communication with everything. I know you're you're gonna hate me for saying this again, <laughs> but you know, like if we don't know what's going on, we can't tell the adjuster what's going on, and therefore so status the has, you know, every day. Status is it's huge.
0: Okay, so status. Hear that, people? Yes. Just status your files. It's just, it's really not that hard and it will save you and everyone else a lot of headache, which will probably make you a lot more money if you're causing less headaches for people.
1: Exactly. The more information we have from you with your files, if we know you have like, you know, six files, three of them being inspected today, the other tomorrow, we're going to give you another three or four so that we can, we know that you are dependable and are getting, you're getting your stuff done.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. So, Amanda, I appreciate that, you know, you're, you're being open, you're getting put on the hot seat. And I know even when I reached out to you, you're like, uh, what kind of questions <laughs> are you going to ask me? I, you was, know? Yes. I, I don't know about this, but you know, I really think it's important as I told you beforehand that this, this is a perspective, uh, for adjusters. They don't get to sit where you sit. They don't get to sit where I've sat in the past. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't get this perspective and i think that perspective is so key because when you see how the whole process works and the little tasks how they pile up for a dispatcher or for an auditor and how all that piles up and it feels like it all as an appraiser you feel like it's all on me it's not really all on them but you know they don't they can't see what's going on behind the scenes like what's done really do it it's a lot it's a lot yeah. cuz i've been there and so as a lot of listeners are actually future appraisers that who are wanting and striving to become an appraiser. So kind of as we wrap up, what is something you would tell someone right now who's thinking about getting into it? Whether it's a positive, whether it's a negative, whether it's a piece of advice, what's kind of your heart? If you hear someone on the street say, I'm thinking about becoming an auto damage appraiser, and this is your field now. You've been in it for mm-hmm. 11 years. You had the keys to the kingdom. What would you tell them in that moment?
1: It is, it's hard. You know, this industry is not for the faint of heart. And honestly, I didn't even know that the IA world existed until I started it down. I had no idea. But one thing that's really important is to kind of stay in the know, you know, connect with other appraisers, um, you know, have a mentor you know, in this, be able to like someone you can ask questions to, um, attend conferences and then you have all of the trainings, you know, the ICAR and, um, not trying to sound like a total suck up here, but your podcast is a great tool. You know, you have so many different, um, connections and opinions and information that you can provide to people that it's a great tool.
0: Well, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate the bias there. And, um, <laughs> I do have a lot of opinions. I have to agree. I have a lot of opinions, and my, my family uh, would agree as well. So, Amanda, thank you so much for coming on today. Of and, course. You know, so if appraisers hearing this, you know, we've talked about Doan. We've mentioned it. If they don't know who the Doan group is or they're interested in becoming a provider for you or an appraiser for you, where, where can they go to get connected with you guys?
1: Uh, I can give you our telephone number. It's uh, 770-788-8328. And Andrea Whitaker is our vendor recruiter, and so she's the best one to speak with. And you can also send your resumes over to info at Doan.com.
0: And if they want to check out kind of uh, what you guys are all about, it's, is it Doan.com? That right? is it. Yep. Awesome. Well, Amanda, thank you so much. I appreciate thank your time. Thank you for
1: tonight. having me. Thank you.
0: Get back to chasing statuses, okay? You got it. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I enjoyed being a part of it. But I didn't want to just leave it at that. I didn't just want to leave it as an interview that you just listen to and you turn off and you go about your day. I wanted to give you and reinforce what Amanda was saying. I wanted to give you some practical things, practical application you could apply today to start being a more valuable auto damage appraiser and independent auto adjuster Today, you can apply these things right now and greatly increase your value based on the feedback we got from Amanda. So just real quick, number one, she said it, status that the file is received. As a dispatcher, when I was working at the Dome Group, when I was managing, that was huge to me. If I knew you had the claim, I'd give you more. If I knew you were working the claim and that you had received it, I didn't have to stress that it went to your spam box or you just ignored it that was a big deal to me so status file received that's a a huge one number one and it it doesn't take any time just just go in there file received number two status your files every single day my most uh controlled period let's say of being an auto damage appraiser even when i was in chaos of a lot of files was when i would wake up every day i would go to the computer first thing I do is make sure every single file was status and what I would do is even if I'd already status that file even if it was you know scheduled for next Monday I would copy and paste and put that into the new status so that way they saw that hey I haven't forgot about the file and the status is still the same but I'm just I'm just letting you know I haven't forgot this is the situation has not changed okay number three Answered the dog on phone. Like, seriously, I made a lot of jokes in the, the podcast about, you know, there's no cell signal in North Carolina, and so I never answer my phone. You know, that was pretty jokingly, but it was because um, as managers and dispatchers, you call people and you feel like you know they're ignoring you. You just know they are. And people would always say, you know, there's no cell signal out here in North Carolina, which is partially true, but a lot of people ignore their phone. And work off their voicemail. And I get it. I've done that for a while too. And I was super busy. I let everything go to voicemail. And then I would handle it from there. Hear what they want. Get what they want. And call them back. And sometimes it's what you got to do. But I'm telling you. If you answer your phone. You're you're improving that communication that much more. Um, and if you get good at tracking all that. Which I'm going to give you here at the end. Uh, of the task you need to do. You're going to be way further ahead. So answer the phone. People respect when you answer the phone they want to talk to a real person it puts them in a better mood number four document what the owner says so if the owner is telling you something has concerns rental questions whatever the case may be document it and put it in your file that way you're actually communicating what the owner communicated to you to the insurance company number five lastly here respond to emails just like status received just like uh answering the phone This can feel hard at times, but if when you see an email, whether it be a supplement request or whatever the case is, if you would just reply back, yep, I see it, I'm going to handle it uh, next Monday. Whatever the case is, set an expectation, I've got it, but this is when it's going to be done, because that way they know that you're on top of it. And make sure you keep track of those tasks as well. And you might be saying, oh, this is great advice, Chris, but how in the world am I going to handle all this? How in the world am I going to keep track of... All these different little tasks I got to do uh, as I answer the phone or as I respond to emails, I'm going to forget. And, and that happens already. I know it because I'm, I'm an auto damage appraiser. It happens. So one of the things I've started using uh, is something called Trello. It's an app that when there's a new task, new something I do, new idea, whatever it is, I open up Trello and, and I create a new card. It's like basically a virtual sticky note on your board and you just put a new to do. So, oh, Hendrick uh, Toyota called, got a supplement for Rodriguez. Sticky note on the to-do. That way, when you go to and to finish out your day, you can look and make sure you've done all these tasks of things that you had to do. And you have a running total of those things that you have to do. So, that's my suggestion. If you're not a digital app lover like myself, and you'd much rather use a paper notebook, I'd actually prefer a paper notebook, uh, but... Uh, It gets wet a lot on a sailboat, and I I can't remember to carry it with me all the time, and so it just doesn't work. So what I do is the app, but maybe get a moleskin or a small notebook you can carry in your pocket or in your clipboard or whatever it is that you're carrying around constantly that you can write down your tasks and scratch them off as you do them. Whatever it is, you know, keep track of the tasks you got to do because that's what's going to improve your communication as well. Well, you can improve your communication but not improve your execution. You can sound great, communicate great, and then not actually execute on it. And then people are going to be frustrated for a new reason. So there you go. That's the the five things that you can implement today that would make you more valuable as an auto damage appraiser. It's status file received when you receive a claim. Number two, status your files every day. Number three, answer your phone. Number four, document what the owner says. And number five, respond to emails. And guys, if you're interested in becoming an auto damage appraiser, if you're interested in getting more details on how I perform the job of an auto damage appraiser, that's why I built Crash Course. It walks you through exactly what I do uh, step by step in the process exactly as I did it. And it kind of gives you um, what I've learned over the last nine years in an online um, self-paced course. So that's Crash Course. Uh, you can find that at Auto Crash Course. Com. So until next time, guys, take what Amanda said. Take those five things. Apply it to your business, whether whether it's auto damage appraised or not. Apply it to your business. It will help. And then keep walking your path. Thank you, guys.